0: Welcome to another... The official podcast of The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Irwin? Uh, the Leaky Cauldron. Just go! You're wasting time! Welcome to Pottercast, your number one source for news, theories, discussion and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is Jackie Rowling. <laughs> I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John and Frank. Welcome to PoderCast
1: 234. I don't
0: believe you.
2: That's the one. The one and only 234. I
0: don't, two,
2: three, I don't four. believe you.
0: It's not
2: 234. It's 236. Bull crap. It's 227. You're in the future. Slow down. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> slow down? Wait a minute.
0: There's, there's no way we started with the accurate number. We never start with the accurate number.
2: Back um. it up. Well, let's ah, just okay. pretend it's 234.
0: It is 234. It's two, it's two, I didn't even say 234 and I could have said that. Yep.
2: 234. <laughs>
0: Welcome to podcast number 234. I am Melissa, oh, and I'm here with John and Track. We are your trusty hosty guys. Here howdy, howdy. Howdy, Trusty howdy. hosty. Hosts?
1: Sounds like a pastry. I'm a is that what I meant to say? You're making me hungry. Hosties. Yeah, trusty hosts.
0: Podcast is the podcast where we talk about Harry Potter, in case you didn't know from the title. And we amongst have lots other and things. Lots, amongst other things. Like pastries and we have lots of stuff to talk about this week do we not John and well, Fran. yeah it's, yes you we guys, do it's,
2: love is in the air love is in the air sort our little Valentine's oh, Day oh, show oh, 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 oh. we're
0: doing it ahead of time so that we can release iTunes downloads that everybody wants to get for Valentine's Day oh wait that's Glee
2: oh mm-hmm. they're are they doing that
0: that's how they did it tonight
2: oh With all these
0: amazing songs to download just a week ahead of Valentine's Day <laughs>
1: yeah, they're clever that's a good business model
0: quite smart I'm going to download
1: them. Yeah. Hey, that's
0: Harry Potter related. Our friend Darren Chris from the Harry Potter musicals is now a star, 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 star on Glee, and he's got two solos this week.
2: Seriously. Ah, boy. Darren Watch should be a new segment on podcast. I was thinking about that earlier, What's Darren up to these days?
0: I honestly was thinking about that earlier. Check
2: on Darren. That's funny. Definitely the most interesting topic of... Of any of our videos on on our channel here on, on on YouTube, anything Darren related gets four times more more hits.
0: Well, there's a there's a reason for that.
1: <laughs> What's that? I was listening to Darren Chris while I heard this new segment. <laughs> it, might,
0: it might it might be a little bit because he started as a YouTube star. It might, might be a, little, be a little bit because he's a boy. It might be a little bit because his audience is so super rabid. It might be a little bit because he's becoming an icon for. Um, um, equality on in media, which is kind of awesome.
2: Yeah. It's crazy. How did he stumble upon being the icon for equality?
0: He hit the role that's that a, hit the zeitgeist and that's all break. you need. It's <laughs> like a great make, break. It's a, an amazing confluence of events. A... <laughs>
2: All right, so what's in the show this week, you guys? Do you want me to tell you? Tell us. Well, we got some news here uh, to show you guys. Some Harry Potter news, of course. Woo. And uh, we're going to do a fun little segment. Uh, we like to call it romantic conclundrums. Oh. Which will be all kinds <laughs> of fun, um, and then we're going to play a little game called Good Ship, Bad Ship. <laughs> good ship, bad ship. Good, bad ship. Good, good ship, you bad ship. You sunk my ship. Um, and we're gonna compare um, some of our favorite ships, non-canon and canon, and uh, and see who's who's a better ship. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun.
1: I'm excited. I always like these shows when we have a lot to kind of talk about. You know, like we can hype, yeah. uh, like what is it, theorize on, and just kind of like go on a phone little yeah, changes. pretty much. No one's right or wrong. Sometimes yeah. and we're Those gonna, gonna have a
0: we're gonna have a leaky con update for you
2: and a LeakyCon leaky con update, oh. we're including have every time now. the brand new LeakyCon con song.
0: Yes, we have the WikiCon theme music. Oh
2: my brought, gosh. Written I feel by like I'm in a Gabriel. movie. Yes.
0: It's it's, me- it's I'm telling you, it's incredible. Do you wanna do you wanna make that our first news article? They can just, can just play it.
2: Alright, what the hell? Here, first thing in the news.
0: <gasps> it is or- it is wait, It is written and orchestrated by Lena Gabriel and edited by Cliff Weinstein. It's amazing. Go to Lena if you wanna uh support this. We are so this we cannot believe this is ours announcing the WikiCon theme song.
2: Here we go. So, what else is in the news, you guys? Only a couple big things here to talk about this week.
0: Well, tell BAFTA. us,
2: Jay. I will tell you this one. The Harry Potter films get their token BAFTA award. Token
0: BAFTA award. Because
2: they couldn't find a legit category to give it to them, and so they're giving them an honorary BAFTA award for all of the year's worth of that's contribution.
0: Not, that's not what... It's not because they couldn't find a legit... It's, it's, like a, it's like a Harry Potter Lifetime Achievement Award. Basically.
1: Yeah, that they made up just for Harry Potter. <laughs> Is it like in, um, on the Academy Awards when they gave uh, Walt Disney the Oscar with the seven little Oscars for the first animated feature?
2: Oh, that's cute. No, it's not a fancy statue. It's just like, instead of like best picture or best director or anything, it's just like you get an honorary award for just being great over the past decade, pretty much. Am I wrong?
0: I think it's a nice thing. I don't think it's it a token thing. It
2: is very country. nice. I mean, it's nice. <laughs> I wish they would win, like, legit awards, like, you know, acting awards or best yeah. film
1: awards or script or well, whatever. do you think it says more that they, they got their own special award that no one else could have ever gotten? I think it just comes down to more like, are you really
2: going to let every single huge Harry Potter movie go by and not give any of them a BAFTA? I
0: think That's- they're saving it, guys. I think they're saving it for two. I think they know.
2: Well, Lord of the Rings last one was the one that got all the Oscars and everything. So,
0: but I know I worry. I worry that they're going to save it, and then like something like The King's Speech or or Social Network comes out of nowhere and takes all the awards.
2: That, yeah. You know? because
0: because you can you can set like the, like they it's it's almost like they don't want to until the last one comes out, and then then the awards that it gets for the last ones will be. It sounds like casting a vote for DH two is going to be like casting a vote for the. The 10 years of cinema, but the, 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 the 10 years of cinema that have been contributed ha- haven't been as critically acclaimed as any one of the three, except for Deathly Hollows Part 1. Deathly Hollows Part 1 is very critically acclaimed. Right. But not in the same way.
1: You yeah, know? I mean. Yeah. I
0: worry.
2: Well, I wonder what they're going to do for the Oscars, though, too.
0: Well, it's the same thing, and it's, up, it's, it's a higher hill to climb because it's British.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the the BAFTAs are all like, they helped everything happen in Britain, all these movies being made, and all the, the technical achievements of all the crew over all the years, and all this good things, good thumbs up, and all this. So, yeah, congratulations on your honorary BAFTA award, Harry Potter crew and cast. Awesome. It is awesome. Awesome indeed. So, um, um, lastly in the news, our second most important announcement of today, um, Deathly Hallows Part 1 DVD has a release date. Guess Yay! what it is, Frankie? It's
1: April 4th, 13th. Oh, you're so close. Fifteenth? There it is. Oh, it's it's the day right after Yeah. I always attribute the fourteenth to tax day because that's what I tell myself have it to have it done by the fourteenth.
2: That's pretty Mine good.
1: Done. Mine are
0: done.
2: So are how many different kinds of releases are gonna come out, do you suppose?
1: Or get Blu ray? We're gonna get DVD, DVD, Blu-ray packet, special features. Yeah, basic special features, and then the
2: and it's all just a bunch of nonsense because they're just gonna release one and two together when two comes out in a package.
0: So everyone's gonna gonna have two copies of part one. Then they're gonna release the master eight.
2: Yeah, you know, together. Big chest that Harry will take to school with him on his first year. A big old trunk.
0: Those are the book, that's the book's
2: day We'll do it for the movies, too. <laughs> it's too fun of a visual.
1: It is. It and is. The, the audience, like the movie, like the movies even have their own audience to a certain degree. Because I have some friends who love the movies but won't touch the books, and it frustrates me to no end. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, they exist. <laughs> it's just
2: going to be so many ways to get these movies. And they just released the big ultimate editions, too. From, now we have ultimate editions for one through four, or just one through three, or one through two.
1: But then I'm we're going to have, gonna like, the Ultimate 8-pack edition. The Ultimate 8-1, because I want all the commentary. And- we, will there be an
2: Ultimate 8-1? I hope so. Maybe like, an Ultra Zord pack times 8. That'd be amazing. So, yeah, if you want to, if you want to go ahead and hop on this, you can do that on April 15th, the Hallows Part 1. Oh, oh. Coming up. That's pretty much all we got for the news, you guys.
0: Yeah, so why don't we do some LinkyCon news I for you? I'm hear Melissa. Okay, we got a couple of important announcements in the LeakyCon world. Uh, the first is that our calls for programming is open, so if you have a, a panel, a roundtable idea, a thing, anything that you want to see happen at LeakyCon, that's programming. You go to our page, and you submit the form, and hopefully we can do it. That's, um, you know, it doesn't have to be like an academic panel. It could be just something you want to talk about with a room full of Harry Potter fans. You go in, fill out the form, and and, and uh, hopefully we can do it. It's a... It's, uh, the best way to get involved in LeakyCon, the best and easiest way to get involved in the actual programming of the event. We are out of our room block. Room block is gone, but we opened up a new room block at the Crown Plaza, which is nearby. It's a mile away, and they're going to do shuttles for us. You can check out LeagueCon.com for that. Um, we've also opened up something called the White Pass, which means... and Now, this is... If you've been to Harry Potter Conference and you were under 18, you have to, you have to go with the Chaperone, but it's been convention over the years that, that the Chaperone has to buy a pass, whether or not they're interested in the conference or, or want to go, which is... Which is because of many things, mostly that there hasn't been a good solution to circumvent this. But we worked a long time on this on Leaky Staff and we came up with a way. Um, and so we've, we've introduced the white pass, which means that a guardian can bring their child actually has to be your child or a legal guardian or a legal ward. Um, but you can you can chaperone them without having to pay for the conference, which uh, we're really psyched about. Because it's Yeah, changed. it's awesome. I just didn't want to like punish a, f- a parent for bringing their child to something they really wanted to do, you know? Yeah. yeah. And the biggest announcement in LinkyCon, guys, is that our, our sisters and brothers over at MuggleCast are going to be joining us there. That's right! That's awesome!
1: awesome.
0: Yeah. yeah. Isn't that great? Oh, I'm super
1: excited.
2: S- super, yeah. super pumped about that. That was going yeah. be great. Big, fun, happy news.
0: It's going to be just... It's, such, it's, it's like all our friends are really converging on this conference. It's going to be...
2: Pushing forward.
0: Okay, so LeakyCon. (laughs) Upward. uh, We've already got more than uh, I'm not supposed to say numbers because it's like I don't know, it's like bad luck or something. Bad
2: luck. We have a whole bunch.
0: More than more, way more than twice the the amount of people who 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 were at LeakyCon 2009 are already registered for LeakyCon 2011. So
2: more than twice.
0: Much more than twice.
2: Hey, very cool. That's a whole gang load of people.
0: We're looking at three to four times the size of the conference in 2009.
2: That's oh
1: my God.
2: fantastic.
0: We're gonna have details about our about our park event. We're gonna have details about park tickets. We're gonna have details, hopefully, about the Deathly Hollow screening, which probably you'll have to buy a ticket to. But we will, you know, you'll be with all your hardcore fans. Hopefully, we're we're trying to work all that out. So stay tuned. Woo!
1: Nice.
2: All right, that's enough Harry Potter news or uh, leaky kind of news or every kind of news.
0: Sure. Can I give one more little thing? Oh geez, you keep giving all these
2: things. News, you know, like we you make are... announcements at the beginning of the show and no one's going to remember it.
0: What? All right, well, 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 Cheryl, our friend Hot Cheryl has a book coming out. What?
2: what? No, we're not going to talk about that. We don't care about
0: that. I'm, care- what? I'm what it about I'm you joking. Show. I'm no, she's going to come on the show in March when it's out to really talk about it. But it's called Second Sight, and it's a guide to writing and publishing for uh children and young adults. Hey. It's all her talks cool. and it's all advice nice. on writing and publishing it. Yeah. Very, very cool. It's going to be fantastic. We're Check- very, and Cheryl is a longtime friend of Podcast. Of
2: course Hello. she is. I love Cheryl. Check out CherylKlein.com for all the latest information about Cheryl and that new book. You can actually pre-order it, I do believe, right off the homepage. I think so. Yep.
0: And we'll have more about that in the future. Yay!
2: Yay! So it's love is in the air, it is still Valentine's Day almost, season So let's do a little romantic conclundruming, you guys. All right. You ready, Melissa?
0: I'm ready. Mm, Yes, let's do it.
2: Let's do it. Okay, so I have a couple little conclundrums that I wrote out, and let's see what you think of these. Maybe you have one of your own. All right. Um, This is heavy and a loaded question, obviously, but how much different would this whole story be, would everything be, would Harry be, if Snape had won out... And one, um, the affection of one <laughs> L- Lily Evans. Well, hey, have, Harry wouldn't exist.
0: Yeah, I have a question. I have a question that's like, that's like just as, as important as that one. Oh, oh. What what would have happened if Voldemort killed Harry? What?
2: And what would, when? What
0: would have happened? What would have happened if, you know, Voldemort chose Neville? Oh. <laughs> there would be no story. That's one of those questions. It's like...
1: Yeah. What if But okay, well Harry um... was born, but then there was a divorce. <laughs> what? <laughs> and okay, <fair clears throat> enough. Snape and Lily um All right. Well, what 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 if James died on the n- I, This is a good one. Look at this. Okay. What if what if James died on the night that um Voldemort attacked? Right. Like, like he did. Yeah, Like he did and then but Lily lived. Lily lived. What she have gotten with Snape to raise Harry? Like, no, let's assume that that let's assume that's the conjunct of the question. Okay. No, so but let's Lily, make,
0: Lily would have only lived if she stepped aside.
1: No, no. But I'm just. Um, okay. Let's what a, say the sacrifice that Lily did. <laughs> look at look at look at. Let's say the sacrifice that Lily did. James did just for the sake of argument here, and so he did okay. that for both his wife and child. Yeah. So that that magic is still intact. You know, like the the ancient magic was invoked. Mm-hmm. So it was a paternal love Rather than a maternal love But I think you know
0: uh, And it, then Lily was Shocked up with Snape
1: Would Would Lily have Went for Snape No let's say Let's say he did okay. Let's say she did Like let's not We're not okay. We're not gonna now, make it Tawdry oh, We're not gonna, gonna make it Tawdry It was actually no. A genuine thing All Right Because like Especially like And it could be Relatively realistic If like Snape saw, like, the consequences of his actions, repented from it, no. and then was honest with Lily, and, like, and then, so, since, the reason that Lily kind of pushed herself away from Snape was because of his affairs with the dark side. No. Yeah. Like, I so... I, I'm not Snape, saying it's gonna happen. We're just for the sake I know, of the but question. Snape was a
0: Death Eater, killed people, was responsible, in part, for the attack that killed her husband in this scenario. Never, ever, ever does does Lily Potter get with Snape after that. But
1: Snape didn't you don't mean think for that, any of that to you don't, happen. You don't think that... She, I think of anybody, Lily would be of the understanding nature to forgive someone from that. If before, anybody
0: before Snape went that went that far, she might forgive him. She would never love like 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 live her life with him.
2: Hmm. How, do you think Snape is just a sour guy that he is throughout all time here, just because he still loves her and he never got her? So, like, if he had an opportunity to be with her, he would turn him into a nicer guy.
1: Yeah, didn't be nicer. Think- he would be. He would still be Snape. He would still have the same characteristics. He'd just be, as like, a, 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 nice, a
2: nice Snape who's, like, you know, I don't know, like, well, happy with his love life and everything else.
0: Is is Snape's love healthy love, or is it obsessive love? Oh, Lily. Is this... Is it is puppy this, or obsessive? Is it healthy or, or obsessive? Ah, this is, it, this, is, okay. this, is this a good kind of love?
2: I mean... Um,
1: John, you can go first. Sorry, gosh,
2: sorry. I mean... I want. I would want to assume that you know there would would have been some point in which it was like more like innocent and genuine and stuff. But obviously, here towards it was purely an obsession kind of love. It uh, it it couldn't have been a healthy kind of love just because it was so one sided for all of those years. Yeah. And what and what is he in love with other than just the idea of her and just the idea yeah. of being with her?
1: All yeah, those it years would later. <clears throat> it would take a, an obsessive nature to maintain. That what he did, yeah, but at the same time, we had like this dumbledore Dumbledore kind of you know manicuring it to a certain degree um Do you think he sat
0: i mean Dumbledore now? didn't
1: encourage I would like to think if if it wasn't Harry Potter, Dumbledore would have had the insight to encourage somebody, hey, stop dwelling on the past, it's not healthy, you need to move on. But given the circumstances, the, the, given like the circumstance and what was at stake, and the fact that Snape was willing, and I guess he was able because not a lot of people, yeah, it would have to be a compulsive love because not many people could do that yeah. for like, but, that many years. But I mean,
2: for him to have decided he is, he loved Lily so much that he would do what he did to protect Harry and everything because he, he was her son it has to have been more than just like an infatuation at that point because he he loves and cares for her memories so much that he would do what he did you know pretty much selflessly because it's not like protecting harry is going to bring her back it was just he was trying to like he loved her in a way that he wanted to uh, like honor and you know respect you know her memory through taking care of her kid I would think the, the feelings ha- there have to be more than just kind of like obsession. Then,
1: I mean, it's a it, it it has to be a blend of both, because if it was just pure obsession, when she's gone, that it, there would be nothing to obsess on. So there was a root in something real, mm-hmm. but since it wasn't a healthy healthy balance, and given like the nature of the situation. And like the people he was around that didn't encourage him to like repent from that and go away from it, it was, you know, like Dumbledore encouraged it. So, I mean, that like, yeah, um, not that that's like the main reason, but it is interesting. But yeah, it wasn't the, I want to say it was a really like sacrificial thing, but um, at the same time he got a lot of out of it in the sense that given his personality type and how reclusive he was, it for him, it probably would have been a bigger sacrifice to have let her go and to pursue a healthy lifestyle. But him focusing on what he did, it was like he was trying to make amends for it, I guess. And you can't really make amends for that because well, I don't know. It, this is a very deep question because it yeah. affects the story so much.
0: Yeah, it's it's it's. To
1: Snape was like the man yeah. who lived versus with the boy who lived. You know what I mean?
0: I like that. I like that because he really was. He was as important to the story. He was. And he, I mean, if he had gotten over it, if he had, if he had known somebody else's love. How would that have changed the story if Snape had got some? <laughs> how would that have changed right. the story? Well,
2: would he have tipped and tipped the scales as to staying, you know, on the side of good, or would he be all like, all right, me and my crazy girlfriend are both going to be evil now? Why
0: is his girlfriend crazy?
2: Well, he's he's just, he's the one. You he's know, just saying if the, you the the if she right. was crazy, yeah, like and, would
1: would that have made him? Because as much as Lily made him turn good, right. could another woman have yeah, made him turn? Find somebody yeah, like
2: I, Narcissa I or think. somebody that
1: gets off with a death ear.
0: Yeah, I believe that who you're with really affects.
2: Well, I mean, yeah, your life to, ex- to that extent. It, it, de- it definitely affects you. Well, it's not like he could be with somebody that was good and be a Death Eater. No, I couldn't. That'd be ridiculous.
0: But the subject of some excellent fan fiction, I'm sure.
2: Oh, absolutely. The girls, oh, I'm going to change him. I'm going
0: to change him. (laughs) I'll I'll be able to make
1: him good. The sad thing is that that's not fan fiction. That goes on a lot out there. For those of you out there who are trying to change somebody by maintaining an unhealthy relationship with them, you need to stop that. Because (laughs) the best form of love for that person that you feel for them is to not encourage and feed that lifestyle that they're in.
0: Thank you for the PSA. Sorry, <laughs> and I thank a- you for summarizing every Draco and whoever fanfiction that ever has ever existed.
2: <laughs>
0: that's the Draco. That's the Draco allure. He's he's a bad boy, and he needs to be changed. And that's uh, we'll be
2: talking a lot about
1: that during Good Ship, Bad Ship. Oh hey my boy. gosh, I'm afraid
0: we should. Good Ship, Bad Ship could be an awesome segment. <laughs>
1: yeah. That is probably that, this. will probably carry into yeah, another episode because it's too so good to start pass up. Like, with the sorting. Stop with yeah. Bad ship. The ship.
2: Um. All right. Well, let's leave Snape lie there for a little while here. Um, okay. More more love topics here. Um, we get we're introduced to the uh, love potion. Um, in book six.
1: Oh, Amortensia.
2: Amortentia. Such
1: a great potion.
2: Um, have we ever talked about what we think our uh our love spells would smell like? Because of course they're customized to the person. Isn't
0: that personal?
2: <laughs> how personal though. I mean Hermione <laughs> liked ink and paper and things and, and then and the burrow Montgrass and, and something else
0: that she did she got uh quite didn't yeah.
2: they didn't they add in the movie that it was toothpaste or something because
0: no it was hair it was in the hair? movie it was no in the movie right in the movie it was toothpaste because of the scene in the beginning
1: yeah oh uh, well, that's clever that's a clever toothpaste. change
0: yeah
2: it
1: was visual
2: um
0: And she's also a dentist
2: child, so that makes a lot of sense. Oh, Oh,
1: that's fun. I didn't think about that. I never made that connection.
2: Have you guys ever thought about it?
1: Um, Well, you go first, John.
2: I mean, I I I just sort of left myself to think about it here on the spot, so I don't have anything jumping out at me at the moment. I I guess I have some of my favorite smells. I don't know if that would mean that smells remind me of love, but always yeah. it's I should say something smell. about
0: your personality and something about you. It doesn't have to be love, like like parchment for Hermione. That right. speaks to something she loves so much.
2: Uh, I mean, it's probably kind of gross <laughs> to think that a girl would remind me of this, but the smell of olive oil cooking onions and garlic in the kitchen thats is probably that's... one of my favorite. Oh, that's John, you my mother. Yeah, I'm <laughs> in love with your mom, pretty much. <laughs> Don't tell her. It's been a long standing secret. <laughs> uh, um,
0: what about you, Frankie? I don't,
1: oh, man. For me, it would probably be. Um, part of it would be espresso. I just love the smell, oh, smell of espresso. Um, I really like the smell of, like, you know, it's, it's almost not a smell, but when it's really cold out and the you can. Snow. See, you, not the snow. Well, I don't. I don't Pretty know snow. snow. You
0: can smell it's gonna snow.
1: Oh, I don't know yeah, because cool. I don't. I've never been around that. But for mm. me, it's like a fall, like fall when it's cold. Yeah. Mm. yeah the and Christmas. it's like it's kind of wet, but but really cold. It's kind of it's like a very sharp smell, and then I really like the smell of old books. But at the same time, like if I were to smell something, it smells like my old cat. Well, you back. would remember your cat. You We have cat. talked about this because one, I just remembered, because there's a plant that I grew up with at my grandma's house that's really like eucalyptus smelling, and whenever I smell that, it takes me back to my grandma's house. Aww. We have talked about this in the past because I said that that'd, that'd be part of it. Yeah. yeah, smells are super powerful. They are. Like, Ooh, you that's can... why it's so great that she... Put that into a love pose. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, yeah. you you can smell
2: something that reminds you of an old house you used to live in, and, and just, you take back Pow. immediately. Yeah, there. there's,
0: there's a certain smell that, that that if I ever smell it, I will have a panic attack immediately.
2: uh Oh, what's that? I'm not,
0: we're not we're not <laughs> I'm discussing like really our talking. Oh, podcast. That's
2: really that's powerful.
0: Yeah, but, but it's is this not, something there's a, there's a, there's you a, could get a hold it's of? The smell? No, no, it's not. It's the smell is it that common just, or no? That just triggers it. No, it's it's it, has, it doesn't have to do like like nobody in the world would know what this smell is. It's just something that I associate with something from a very long time ago. Yeah. And it's like, like 10 years in the past. And, and immediately, wow. as soon as I know that smell, it's like, I, I, you know, yeah, smells are really
1: powerful. I wonder if you can do like a fear potion.
0: I don't think I could. No, I mean <laughs> <laughs> Melissa is not
1: so good at potions.
2: I am pretty good at potions, but Mosa's more I, of a. If my Amortentia,
0: I would have um, um, a f- a fireplace.
1: Oh, that's good. Where mm. it's
0: really going because I. That's like like a home and hearth thing. i very much a homebody. Um, I like to be comfortable and snuggled and stuff. Um, yeah. I think. um...
2: But do you think like you need to be in love with someone to know what your amortentia fully smells like? Or does no, it change but I with time?
1: Think I would think that that would enrich the situation.
2: Do you think it changes like when you fall in love with a different person? Like would your smell change of the amortensia? I would no. I would hope so. What if the person you loved was really smelly? Would it smell like a smelly person? As long as you enjoyed that about
1: that person.
0: Yeah, because yeah, if the person you love is really smelly and you don't <laughs> like that
1: smell. <laughs> I love the person, but I hate the smell. Oh. What do they smell like? Oh. Sweat and poop? <laughs>
2: i'm in love oh. i'm in love <laughs> um
0: um i think i think there's love probably love potion in the love room in the ministry
2: yeah it's like a big cauldron
1: of it
0: yes do, do you, you think f- it's love potion in the love room i mean not only love potion but it's probably a part of it
1: i know she's i think she. you she said that right did she it, i don't know well, I think when, she when she we were know, interviewing her, her remember that, i would hope that it would be something
0: oh, we interviewed her
1: different yeah, you guys. She's did. all like, "We're all like whatever." Then what did, we say
2: like, "What was really? going on in that in that love room?" And she's like, "Oh, we're calling it that now, are we?" <laughs> okay, well, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's sounds right. like you have the right idea. So she sort that's of right. pretty she's much like, confirmed it.
0: Yeah, and and it's funny because the death room is open; anybody can go in. Who cares? Oh, yeah. The love room they lock. Isn't that interesting?
2: Well, love is much more
1: powerful than death. So, It is. Um, do you well, think? Th- I wonder if it, if that's. That's kind of like a commentary on how everyone's going to have death, but if what if everyone will, incur, like, encounter love? Oh, that's Snape, isn't so. it? You never As encountered real love. Ooh, you
0: deep never deep had sounds. it returned.
2: Aww. unrequited. Do you think there are people in the wizarding world that take advantage of the love potion, like a date rape drug? I would hope not,
1: but I I'm, hope pro- not, but I'm, sure I, I'm probably sure it probably would. Yeah, I'm
0: sure it's possible.
1: And that well, would that's be what a very. Did. Yeah.
0: Oh,
2: yeah. That's what it she was. Did, I knew could... there was other uses. Mar- Morope. Mar- oh, my
1: gosh. <laughs> she... <laughs> There's minor characters here. <laughs> How horrible. That is sexist because if a man did that, it would be I all know. over the place. But oh, if a woman, yeah. whatever. Mm-mm. She's just Shoot. being naughty. That is a double standard. Wow, Joe. I'm I offended. That, right? I am offended. What are
0: you talking about? She gave birth to the most <laughs> evil wizard of all time. I think she got hers in the end. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <gasps> Melissa. What?
2: <laughs> well, she she got she pregnant. She didn't exactly so. have a
0: happy life, this woman. <laughs> she gave birth to the most evil wizard that ever existed and then died. <laughs> what? when i kill frack it's so <laughs>
1: satisfying i don't know you don't realize what you said <laughs> Or john say? what did john say what did i miss ah uh, we can't say it you don't have to we'll like have to when rewind. we're not recording we'll <laughs> tell it's very uh yeah come on you can just,
0: just just pause the recording sorry guys they have to
1: tell me now um john. all right <laughs> anyway
2: do you uh do you have any romantic conclundrums on your guys' mind here? Um.
0: <sighs> who did Scorpius end up with? Um, oh my
2: God, that's that's good ship bad ship.
1: Um, I'm just curious, like, how important
2: do you think Harry and Ginny's love story was to the the plot of the whole series? Not. Not good. consequential whatsoever. And it's I'm kind of glad. I'm, Why do you, you think she me? made the decision? No, I'm glad. Too. To put the the love life of her main character in such a back seat to everything, what do you mean backseat I mean it's there, but it's not i
1: mean well like- i I kind of like that in commentary because it's not all about like your life doesn't revolve around that that like, your life shouldn't hinge yeah. around. That there are other things in there, but it's just so common in most stories and adventure stories, even to have a
2: big romance for your main character. But we
1: had that with Ron and Hermione, the two other main characters.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it was never really the forefront of the story. I mean, we see a kiss at some point, and there's we know that there's a relationship building in the background, but it's always in the background.
1: But I mean, look at look at all these friends as an example. Ross and Rachel only dated for half two halves of a season half a season two and half a season um half a season um and so like but the whole show Ross and Rachel Ross and Rachel Ross and Rachel lasted the decade that it was on mm-hmm. from the very first show to the very last show and so that like so that that romance was going even though they weren't together. Like yeah. ha- ha- Ron and Hermione's romance was one of the most beautiful things ever because it was a friendship first. Yeah. And they danced around that and it evolved. Right. And they're, there was miscommunication.
0: The Ross and Rachel, I'm not, have, like are they aren't they are they aren't they? Like, the whole I'm whole not thing. trying
1: yeah.
2: to take anything away from the relationship or whatever. I know, I know, I'm just saying like why do you think she chose not to not or to have so much of it happening in the background and
1: I would argue there's that there's just
2: too much story to tell. Who?
1: No, I would argue that it was sort of a, a very organic process, and then trying to like Harry and Ginny's thing was it just couldn't compare to the beauty of it's also Hermione and Ron's. No, right. it's
0: also really I mean when you're dealing with your main character, if it's not a love story, it's really oh, that's hard a good to point. manage motivations and suspicions when there's mystery elements involved Mm -hmm. with a love interest it makes things it's really really Uh, really difficult
2: sounds very good sounds difficult
0: and when we interviewed Joan in 2005 she mentioned that there was a story there was a theory that there a love a love story has no place in a mystery story it just can't ever happen now she thinks that is true to a point and i think that's probably one of the main reasons that that the love is not center stage because it's a mystery. It's a mystery first. You can't, you can't divide attention because you're just weakening both stories.
1: That's a very good point. Practically. Yeah. And I would, now that you say that you, you can kind of recognize the fact that that love story is existed outside the main story, you know? Cause like everything with like Jenny was always a uh, pull off to the side, deal with it and then go back on the main road. It wasn't like, she never really, right. I don't think I'm trying to think of a specific circumstance. Yeah, that's a, I didn't even think of it from a, like that kind of point of would
2: view. You, would you consider, though, this a disadvantage into how, you know, a wider reach the series, you know, has when you compare it to, you know, the Twilight franchise that is pretty much pulling people into the theaters by their underwear? Um, and yes, but their... that's
0: the point of it. Okay. Harry Potter is still bigger than Twilight.
2: right. No, of course, but do you think it would have had a wider appeal if there was more of, like, a sexual interest in it?
0: No, I because mean, you can't spend the time on it. Twilight is all about that. That's what, it's why people see it. It's what it's what it's about.
1: But yeah, the if, story, it hinges on that yeah. emotional tug-of-war yeah. and yo-yoing. Like, do a this one,
0: for the sake of that in Harry Potter would have just made it, made it crappy.
1: Right. Yeah, because, like, if without the love story in... In Twilight, a winning what 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 would have happened?
2: Yeah, well their, their adventure story is super weak
1: it's compared, so, to it's Tw- it's <laughs> compared to compared to Harry Potter. So I, that, yeah. I, I hate to say like quality versus quantity because I don't like coming off like we're attacking Twilight. Cause I have a lot of friends who love the story, and <laughs> no. obviously it finds it echoes in a lot of people's hearts. Yeah. Like, people. Yeah, it, it gets it, a lot of people off. People. Um,
0: John, what it does. <laughs>
1: But no, it's look, just... If they
0: find something in it, they find something in it. It's not our, my cup of tea. It's not your cup of tea. But if they find something in it, then it has value. We're not like dismissing Twilight. It's just no, not my favorite not. thing. I but mean... this proves our point. Look, Twilight is heavy, heavy romance. And look, there's there's no room for the plot side. There's no room for the mystery side. So it it feels, at least to us, it feels shoved in. And that's why that's how people feel about some of the love in Harry.
2: Do you think it takes more or less effort to engage? someone's sexual drives versus their like intellectual um, sides of their of their being
1: um, I think it's that's a question that's based on the individual because it, it all depends it all depends on what's appealing to the person right I mean if you I mean there's obviously trends and like if you dising to people's pure libido like then there are certain cliches you engage in which will yeah. for the mass appeal but
0: I think, yeah, I think engaging in a a, a new way that that captures an audience is probably even harder because there's so much attempt to capture people's sexual interest. It's Mm -hmm. everywhere. And to find something that we're not desensitized to already. I think that's why Twilight caught on the way it did. It it really, in a way that hadn't been done before.
1: Hmm, that's a good argument.
0: You know, like captured the feeling, that feeling, and and at that specific age, and the feeling yeah, of could, being in love and attracted, and you know, it,
1: it it brought up some very intense emotional things that in any other context almost wouldn't be appropriate for the age group, uh-huh. but because of the context it was in and the the venue it was delivered, it kind of catered to that. That, that that I don't know, like you said, yeah, they're just kind of a different demographic. Well, That's interesting, and I never looked at it from that point of view. Yeah.
2: I, I mean, it, it seems like it's very much about, about wanting, and to, you know, Bella and Edward, they want each other, but they can't have each other, and it's just a big tease
1: for three books. There's a lot to be said with the whole, like, the nature of the, the reasons of why... Like Edward, it's just that torn nature of like I can't. I'm, I'm rejecting you because I love you because it's better for you. And even though he didn't want to reject her, it's very much, like even on like Buffy when Angel left, you know, to go to Los Angeles because he didn't want to be a bad influence
0: to have a sitcom to have his own spinoff.
1: All right,
2: so let's talk about some of the good ships here. A ship, of course, for some of you who have just woke up is um, <laughs> short for, you know, relationship. And we use ship uh, to say, oh, so-and-so and so-and-so is a ship. So Ron and Hermione, obviously, a big, popular cannon ship. Um,
1: they have cannons on that ship? <laughs> yeah, so...
2: Yeah, is that, uh, is that related, like, on purpose? To say, like, the cannon and then the ship or whatever? Or is His that just kind of a happy coincidence? No, that's then, a happy coincidence. Yeah, happy coincidence. Okay.
0: Because canon
2: was with two N's, and
1: canon as in the Harry yeah. Potter canon is one. Okay. Oh, really? There's a
0: difference yeah. in the spelling? C-A-N and O-N is the actual thing that you shoot. And C-A-N-O-N is so canon. Who N-O-N are your guys' canon. favorite
2: canon-based ships?
0: Well, I mean, I love all the canon-based ships.
2: Certainly, you think one of my some of their relationships
1: are your favorites? Potter. One of my favorites is, um, of course, Molly and, um,
0: yeah. and Arthur.
1: Arthur. But then I really, really love Floor and and Bill. Um, and Bill. They're so fun.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, and I really loved at the end of book six when, um, when like when Molly was kind of like when when. Uh, Gray right back. Not great. Yeah, when Grayback attacked, um, he
2: hurts Bill, and his face is all Bill. boogered up. And but then
1: when, uh, what's her name? Floor. Oh, Floor, Floor kind of puts Molly in her place.
2: Well, yeah, because Molly's all thinking, oh, now that my pretty boy's son's not so pretty, surely your pretty girl self is going to move on. And
1: I really love that.
0: Yeah. She's like, what I are think you talking I'm beautiful about? Beautiful enough for both
1: of us. Yeah, oh, yeah. My oh god, god. I'm beautiful enough for both us. What a line! It's so great, fantastic. and it's so, like, it's so in character for her, mm-hmm. but it's so genuine. Yeah, you know, it's it's not it's amazing at all that like, she could oh, be
0: vain yeah. and you could love her at the same time. That's how amazing writer Joe is. That this character is totally, totally vain, and it doesn't matter because you but love yeah, her in that moment.
1: Yeah, you love. I love her altogether all because she's very yeah. vain, but that's that's just like her her language of life. You know, like she's probably raised in a home where she was adored, and so it was just it's hard for her to perceive the world differently.
2: What do you think brought, um, the floor and Bill together originally?
0: <laughs> his earring.
2: <laughs> oh, his earring! Hair. What?
0: Don't you remember? She was like looking at him at the, the in the chamber at, at the Goblet of Fire ceremony when when Missus Weasley and Bill came to like be Harry's family.
2: That's right. That's how they oh, met. Oh, yeah.
0: And it said it something Are about they... like Floor eyeing the
1: his his uh his
0: and
2: earring. His earring.
1: I think I just think they they were very tra- like saver, or like any relationship you have to be att- you, you attracted to them initially somehow.
2: All right. I forgot that they actually met in of Fire.
0: <laughs> it said that that Flora looked like she didn't mind uh, f- his hair and earring the way like Missus Weasley was complaining about it. You know. Oh, that's
1: <laughs> a, I don't remember that. That's good. Yeah. That's funny. Joe's, you know, you know, Joe's kind of a good writer. Yeah. yeah
0: she's she's good. She has got a future. That one. Gold. Yeah, she does. She she was, we should star. really let
1: people know about that. <laughs>
2: so, so what would you guys consider a bad ship? Groff and Hermione.
0: <laughs> that's not, that doesn't even sound. So
2: we can't really, like. But she liked. he liked Hermione. That's yeah, so That's almost that. a bad cannon ship, isn't it?
0: But it's like, like okay, a bad plausible cannon ship.
2: So, a ship that is canon or could a be bl- canon? a
0: bad. Because I don't know if oh, there's any cannon ships I, I don't mean, like. I, I I meant a, a bad. Plausible non-canon ship, but you're talking no. about right because Scroop liked him Okay.
2: Now Hagrid and Madame Maxine are canon correct?
1: Yeah, but they get- yeah, but they
0: together. didn't get together.
2: They didn't end up together.
0: No, they didn't end up together. Joe talked about that once.
1: Oh, what what'd she say?
0: That uh, Maxine couldn't get over the fact that she doesn't she doesn't like to accept that she's half giantess, so she can't uh. like, she can't deal with and she can't deal with his rough ways. She's too you know she grew up in France. She's all
1: fancy. And on if she couldn't if she couldn't admit that and deal with that, um Hagrid. She can't be with Hagrid. Yeah, ha- she gonna be with Hagrid. Hagrid's
2: too real. Hagrid doesn't front, you know. Hagrid's he just
0: Hagrid have, from Hagrid. the Hagrid. hut, man. Yeah,
1: Hagrid he doesn't have much pretense.
0: Don't be fooled by the by
2: the by the hair that he's got. Yeah, he's Hagrid from the he's hut. He's from
1: the hut. <laughs> you guys are recording song that I'm unaware of.
2: Oh.
0: It's a J-Lo song. Jenny from the block. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yes.
0: you that didn't know. By the hair saying. that
2: he got, he just he
1: just haggard from the hood. Did someone did someone film that or something? No, no, I just thought of it. Now. Uh, it just happened right on, now on my
0: feet, right here. So Maybe on my butt, I'm sitting down.
2: But I don't know if there's any cannon ships that. You can't really call cannonship a bad ship. Like, what are you going to say, Remus Tonks? Oh, she was so young, and, t- and Remus was just this old man. And why was he interested in her, except for the fact that she what could that transform that, like John? like she can?
0: John, what was that accent?
2: That's my oh no, it's surely, oh, surely no. a bad hey, bad I opinion. I, that dog. Oh no. Um. So I mean, I guess like that was always my most random. Ship of the whole canon ships. Why would Arimus Remus tonks? get with Tonks? Yeah,
0: I always kind of hoped that Sirius Remus.
2: I kind of shipped Harry Tonks for Who? a while. Sirius,
0: Arimus, Sirius I and Remus. Yeah, I kind of hoped. That, I mean, I didn't think it was likely, but I kind of was hoping for it a little bit. Oh, but then I mean, again, I mean,
2: we haven't. Not, like,
0: not for the gay aspect. I just thought they were kind of like funny and and adorable. But there's nothing but to I, say. I, that I saw they, it later.
2: Yeah just because he ended up with Tonks didn't mean that something didn't happen there.
1: <laughs>
2: oh my gosh. <laughs> Someone no, should have No, I think Joe.
0: Sirius was pretty straight.
2: Why? He walks around in like a weird robe and winks Don't at you Harry the and Jamal plays. Up in his room?
0: And... Well, that's movie Sirius. That's a whole different thing.
2: Movie Sirius is all interested in Harry. do
0: not you remember the pictures <laughs> that were up in his room?
1: The muggle bikinis? All oh, right, the yeah, bikinis. that's right. there's
0: a a big question in fandom for a long time. Sirius Remus was a big, big, big ship thing before we knew.
2: Yeah. Really?
0: Yeah, before book five.
2: Provocative. So there's obviously a whole lot of uh, slash ships um, in addition to Remus uh, Sirius. Um, The only canon slash ship we're aware of, I guess, is Dumbledore Grindelwald.
0: It's not really a ship. It's like a thing that could have happened but didn't.
2: Well, do you, yeah. don't you think that they kind of had it for a while, and they just I don't think
0: Grindelwald was think homosexual. I think Grindelwald was asexual and would have only recognized that Dumbledore had those affections and used them to bring him stronger into his thrall. But it was never returned.
1: Yeah, That's I don't. I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. Yeah, Grindelwald. I mean, I just I I don't. Yeah, asexual. I guess is a good way of putting it. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't get that vibe from it for some reason. I would imagine they they've had to have messed around.
0: Why? Only why? because
2: of just the level of obsession that that uh, Albus had for, for Grindelwald.
0: He was brilliant. He excited That's, him intellectually, which for Dumbledore is the same thing.
2: How how likely is it do you think that something happened with them um, intense like that, and it weirded out Grindelwald, and they had they like parted ways for no, a while. We know but,
0: why they parted ways. If if that was why they parted ways, we would have had an indication of that in the story. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. It's not a part of the story, because it's not a part of the story. You know what I mean? Like, it's not important to the story that Dumbledore was attracted, so there can't have been anything really significant that went on between them, otherwise it would have been...
1: Yeah, because Joe doesn't really pull her punches, so if, she, no. it, if it was something significant, she would it would have been there.
2: So did he ever find love in his life? I don't I think was so. Dumbledore? part
1: of his tragedy.
0: I don't think so. I think he was... Remember she said in my book? Maybe he's a 150-year-old virgin.
2: Yeah. Oh, Dumbles,
0: Poor Dumbledore.
2: <clears throat>
0: That's a great movie, though, the 150-year-old version.
2: Oh, yeah. That's yeah, a, a thriller.
0: Celestina <laughs> <laughs> so Warbeck!
2: Other ships. Um, Were there any other ships that you guys had before Deathly Hallows came out that you were pretty sure of or liked but didn't happen? Oh, I had one, I thought. Like, how many of you guys thought that we would have Neville slash Luna at some
1: point? Nah. I really wanted it.
0: Me. Nah. I Is always your- thought Neville was going to be with Hannah, and that's pro- that's proven. That's proven. How do you think that? Go back to Pottercast like four. I, t- I said it. To, I said it to Matt Lewis.
1: Yeah, I remember that.
0: It was way way in the past. I just for for some crazy. I have no idea. As soon as I read Hannah, I said she's Neville's.
2: Interesting. Yeah. Well, who did we think would be with Luna though? Surely you guys
1: had to have shipped her with somebody. I honestly, I wanted, I wanted Luna and Neville. I did.
0: Oh, I liked her and Dean at the end. I think I, they probably had some time together.
2: Dean just got himself around, though.
0: He did,
1: actually. Everybody's <laughs> all into that. Um, no, but see, but Luna, like, I don't think Luna would see, would be like, as enthralled with Dean, because right? I don't think she sees that. She doesn't see the world for that perspective. But like, he's nervous. I, I could. Yeah, that's true. But I could real I could see her seeing the value in Neville before everyone else saw it. You know, right? Like she could see. Well, yeah. she did see it in Neville before before too, everyone else saw that in Neville.
0: Neville's too cautious and straightlaced. Even 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 here on Neville at the end, he's he's too he's too much of a steady, solid like man. You know, like she needs somebody with with whim- whimsy
1: to them. I think. You don't think he's whimsy?
0: Neville? I love Neville. We all know I'm Neville's biggest fan. There's nothing I don't like about Neville, but he's not whimsical.
1: Hmm. Maybe I just assumed he was always whimsical because I was identified with Neville. And I'm very whimsical. <laughs> <laughs> what about Luna and Harry? Oh, that would have been cute. I would have liked that. I shipped them for a little while. It like I need to go back and like reread and re-listen to like the sixth and seventh book. Just because too much of movie Jenny is in my head. No. I forget real Jenny. And so when you bring up that concept, I'm like, oh, yeah, so much better than Jenny. But Jenny's awesome in her own right. You know, because she's, she's pretty cool. Like, living with that many brothers, she has chops, you know, but she's still feminine. And so, like, she's she's pretty cool. But Do you think it was common for boys reading the Harry Potter books to kind of build
2: up Jenny as, like, oh, I love Harry Potter, so... Like I love Ginny because I'm a boy reading Harry Potter and I, you know, I love Harry and Harry loves Ginny, so therefore I
1: love Ginny. And a nah. girl would read it differently. Like a I don't girl's kind of pre- uh, approach books from that nah. way. Boys yeah. would be like, "I'm going to run the, I'm going I'm to go on the adventure too." Yeah. You know, because the story wasn't about the like the pursuit of the relationship. The mm-hmm. story was just about the adventure and what they did. So I don't think. But like, would girls look at Ginny differently? No. Well, some girls do because there was that one. Talk about how Ginny is a horrible character.
0: Oh well, whatever.
1: I know, I'm just being mean.
0: That's just people being snarky.
1: I know. You can't. I mean you're, we're too. never
0: going to have that much time with Ginny in the books. That's fine. You know, like that's like a whole other story. You know. Yeah.
2: You think it was pretty obvious? Like, like you know, it's easy to go back and say it was now, but like after book two, with being rescued in the Chamber of Secrets, like I would think. to make, like make it sound very obvious.
0: I don't want to make it sound. I mean, but honestly, and I, you know what no, I said this to Joe on in the interview in 2005 it was in the transcript. I thought I thought that since book one the way he stared at her as they pulled they pulled away stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. It was it's a romantic image, the woman waving as the guy pulls away on the train. you know it's a very strongly romantic image. And it always was just like, oh, she's the cute little redheaded girl, and he watched her. He watched her as he went away on his first adventure. It just always felt like that was possible, you know.
1: And it just makes sense from like a writing standpoint too, like Mm to storytelling, because it's just a like you. It's it's what you root for. You you. It's one of those things you can see coming from a mile away, but you're not mad that it's happening or upset that it's happening. You're excited that it's happening because it it makes like, he gets to be Ron's brother now, you know, he gets yeah. to be, you know, he gets to be part of the Weasleys, Le- like right. legit. Right. Even he though, wanted like, a family. He wanted a family and he got an awesome family, you yeah, know. Yeah, he really, he really so, looked really out. It's just, you wanted it to happen. Just like, like again with friends, like in the in the last episode, you could, if, if Ross and Rachel is cliche that it was, didn't get together, that would have been so frustrating. It's like, yeah. that would have been such a downer and, dep- and distracting and depressing. So it's, it, it either had to be whole hog or nothing. Once the fact that they were, there, it was in, there was interest there, you know, it was going to happen. And the exciting part also, was seeing how it happened.
0: And also, it's it's Joe, and she's champion of the underdog, and the little the little well begotten, not noticed girl, of course, was going to get hers in the end. You know? Yeah.
1: Well, Jenny wasn't un- unnoticed long. Well,
0: for right, exactly. Well, she became like a once very- she,
1: yeah, once she like once she was in the story she's she's always been awesome,
0: well, I mean like unnoticed by Harry,
1: oh yeah yeah, and like how they wrote it into like when when uh when Ginny was talking to Harry about how when hermione talked to her mm-hmm. like you, cl- you like he he can't get to know you because you clam up when you're around him just be yourself yeah and then like that was that was very believable and like and a good message
0: <laughs> we didn't so what are some what are some non canon
2: Ships. So some non-canon good ship, bad ships. All right, well, there's some characters that we just don't know who they ended up with. or It's only talked about after the fact. Um, so a lot of people shipped Draco with a lot of people. You have been very popular Draco Ginny, Draco Hermione, Draco Herm- even Draco Harry. But who do you think, what pairing of that do you think is, is the worst, The or the bad ship of the three, the worst
1: of of the three, the worst, I would. Draco Hermione. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I would, I would argue Draco Harry because like there was there was such contention from the beginning with them that I don't think.
0: Yeah, but I sort of see it, it from a storytelling point of view—the excitement and the and the the, the 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 opposites, you know, kind of thing—the light and dark. Like I I get that about storytelling. Hermione and Draco, I just think are just completely there's just there's no. There's do you think nothing.
2: hermione would be less likely to have the whole i want a bad boy streak yes. than, than jenny
0: yes
2: oh yeah yeah, yeah. I, don't hermione think jenny, is... I don't think
0: jenny has that streak i think she has um more of a potential to deal with
1: that yeah than... more of the potential to do that because like hermione exists so much she sees the world
2: very rationally
1: very yeah ra- so rationally that it wouldn't make sense Unless it was something like, I'm going to piss off my parents. And it was strategic. Right. And like, then yes. But then she, she wouldn't really be wanting a bad boy. She just wants to screw with her parents.
2: All mm-hmm. uh, oh, some other bad ships, I guess. Um, I mean, Snape was paired with a hell of a lot of people other than Lily. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. Is Everybody Snape anybody a bad ship? Is Snape
0: anybody a bad ship? Snape Dumbledore is a bad ship.
2: <laughs> I mean, you would think at least... Putting Snape with somebody his own age is less
1: bad than like all this Snape Harry fix. I always liked not to change the subject. I always liked Dumbledore McGonagall. It just seemed like yeah. oh, cute and fun. But then I was like, oh wait, that didn't happen then, <laughs> right? Because like McGonagall, I want to know who it was. McGonagall married? Mm-hmm. I would love to meet McGonagall's husband because she's so awesome and such like a strong woman. She like, is to have awesome. Someone- just someone to compliment her. It's not going to be tedious and not going to bore her or like suppress her in an unhealthy way. I would really like to meet that guy. Do you think McGonagall married a muggle or a wizard? I could see her marrying a muggle, but it honestly it'd probably have to be a wizard.
2: You think? Yeah. I think she. Yeah, I think she would definitely be open to the idea of marrying a muggle. Maybe who's her first husband. Oh, I think she,
0: I think she'd be open to it, but I don't. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What are you saying, Frank?
1: Maybe her first husband was a muggle.
0: Do You think she had many husbands?
1: I think she's um, older than she looks.
0: Interesting. What?
1: Looks. She doesn't look very old. In the movies. Well, I mean, well, in my head, whatever, uh, like, okay. you know, like, just. She like just they like, said like in book five when they got when like they all five stunned her that someone of her age like could get up from that that's awesome like she's she's I love him. McGonagall like I would shit McGonagall F- frack McGonagall shit well in the end who was
2: fighting Voldemort was it was it McGonagall, McGonagall
0: Slughorn and Kingsley
1: and Flitwick right oh no McGonagall
0: Kingsley. Slughorn and Kingsley the three and I, I just like
2: love that Slughorn they were able to fight
1: him. I like Slug- I like the was in there too. I
2: mean, yes, Voldemort is powerful and everything, but I've always I always liked how like he could be matched. Whether it takes two or three people to do it is one thing,
1: but like yeah. he's not just like the whole like, you know, and power to- part of his like strategy was the fear invoking and like how he kind of coasted on this yeah. image he portrayed of himself. And it's like when you act like a bully, if you actually like if you actually stand up to a bully, chances are it's not going to be as scary as it is in your head.
2: Right.
0: Do they say on Glee? <laughs> what?
1: Or in every other TV show that just a bully. Or every other TV show. You're right. You're right. Every
0: TV Every TV show. Every but TV also show.
2: Glee. What, what do you think's the worst ship? Um, Harry and Cho or Hermione and Cormac?
0: Hermione and Cormac. Harry and Cho did did share something. Even
1: if it was the terrible death of Cedric, right? Uh, well, I don't know. I think that was a mess. <laughs> but you no, know, but Harry learned something from that. So from yeah, Cho. yeah. So yeah, I would. Yeah. What did he learn from Cho? He just he realized that he they didn't have anything in common, and he had to, you know, he had to move break on. up with her. He had to move on. It was just like, oh, okay. Well, I was. She was in. Like, she was pretty, but I realized that I'm not interested in her as a person. And so he was mature about it, and just you know. He ended it. Time. Yeah.
2: I thought he ended it because he was mad at Cho for turning in the whole uh, Dumbledore's army. To, no, uh, Cho Umbridge. didn't, John. I know. I'm t-
0: oh. <laughs> I never know with you. <laughs> stupid change you for the movie. Scare me.
1: Uh,
0: you scare me.
1: That uh, was probably the worst thing about movie five, but I see why they could, why they did that.
0: I mean, I could t- I could go with it if she was Verita serum, you know.
1: Right. Yeah. The very, yeah. That's what's yeah. That there you go. That's what saved the, the veritas serum because like yeah, I can't it was almost like doing it. I forgot about the veritas serum. That's a very good point. That's why I wasn't like super frustrated. Um, Trying to think of, like, other big
2: popular any ships big popular ships.
1: I'm not a fan of the ships that involve adults and children. Oh God! Um, no God! Yeah. No. Yeah, but there's a not lot okay. of those.
0: Not okay. Not yep.
1: okay. Yep. Napalmia. Ah, la la la. Nah. It's just not – No,
0: it's not okay.
1: One time – yeah, one time when my very – like I said this before on the podcast. When I first started listening to Pottercast, like when I was listening to it like four years ago before I was on it, um, <laughs> I was like looking at like, you know, live journal communities and like there was some fan art. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And this I like this person's fan art and I didn't realize there was a clipping in this girl's live journal post. And it was like, don't – this is – I didn't know what – not. NS, wait, not safe for work, not safe whatever. For work. Yeah.
0: NSFW, yeah.
1: Yeah, I didn't so know. You I was like, it? What? I clicked it and it was.
0: Not safe for work.
1: Not safe for work because it was the Shrieking Shack and something was happening that did not need to be happening. <laughs> <laughs> and the terrible thing was they were really good drawings. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And so like my eyes linger for a second, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't notice what was happening right away. Uh, and I was like, oh, that is not kosher. Some extra shrieking in the Shrieking Shack. Ay,
2: ay, ay. Who do you, what do you think's a worse a worse coupling, um, Harry Draco or uh, Harry Ron? What's more What's more or less likely?
0: Um, Harry. Oh, I don't know.
2: God, I don't know. It's, a, it's a
1: less likely.
0: Less likely is Harry Draco.
1: You sure. think so? Yeah. I would say less likely is Harry Ron. Yeah. Because they're friends. They're so close. You know, it's not yeah, like
0: Yeah, but get Harry and Draco together. Try to make that happen.
2: Well, they say, they say that, the, that the line between hate and love is is pretty thin, that they're closer emotions than, like, say, love and, and like, you know, ignorance or whatever.
0: They say that, but and they also say opposites attract, and I don't know that it's true. I mean, they do attract right. for some people, and for some people, they don't, you know?
1: But,
2: don't you think, though, that in order to really hate something, you have to really care about it?
1: No. There's passion involved.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't There's mean like passion I, and
2: both emotions.
0: Yeah, but when I hate somebody because they're acting really evilly like Draco sometimes does, it doesn't mean I like them. You're talking about like schoolyard activity, like the, the boy who pulls who pulls a girl's pigtails really really
1: likes her. <laughs> well, That's no. different. Well it all depends on why you hate them too. Because a lot of times this whole like this love hate thing misconstrued, like it's not really hate, it's more hurt. Like and so people misconstrue being hurt by that person yeah, and a whole like other and turn it into hate. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it is a whole other conversation. So like, oh, I hate them. It's just they hurt you. And so now there's that strong. It was unreciprocated. So like that, but it was never truly hate. If we're gonna if we're gonna use the proper definition of hate, you know what I mean? But that is a very different and long conversation. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Uh, I like how we're sort of staying on topic though with all
1: these fun chats.
0: Cool. Fun. The I like these type conversation of conversation here though what's that it's been a long conversation
2: i know we're about ready to wrap things up here we should
1: probably wrap it up
2: um what do you think just for the moment is was the most romantic thing from all all seven books
1: oh the most romantic has to be ron
0: and hermione kiss
2: <laughs> should we say uh, say other than the ron and hermione
1: eventual kiss
0: oh.
1: what's the most romantic moment um, I would have to. I want to pick something between Molly and Arthur.
0: I was just thinking that. Oh my god! Like
1: Molly wobbles through the door. That yeah, was a great. Yeah, that was amazing because uh, there's so much, so much steeped in that. It was just. It was. That's like a a lifetime together. As much as like that was awesome, like with Harry and I mean Ron and uh, Hermione, because it was like a whole book leading up to it, and seven it was like that's. I meant the whole series. Sorry, hmm. not the whole book.
0: Well,
1: say Um, what you mean, Frack. I try to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, But um, you can even argue without, uh, without Molly and Arthur's relationship being so healthy, Ron and Hermione might not have found each other that way because they wouldn't have appreciated the same things. That's true. But that's me just kind of stressing my point in a very... Conjecture manner, but um, I just I want I don't know any specifics other than that door scene because I really like it.
2: What do we think of you know Harry telling Jenny at the end of six how he can't? That's not romantic. Be with her, or about Harry finding Jenny as he's under the invisibility cloak walking out to the
1: that's forest. Not
0: romantic. He's about to go die. Yeah. I think honestly was when Ron and Hermione were sleeping and their hands were touching.
1: Oh, that's a good moment. Yeah.
0: That was very, very sweet and romantic.
1: Yeah, that was very, very, very much so.
0: Hmm. Also, also the 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 Fleur moment again. I think I'm I'm good looking enough for us both, and she's like, oh, that's She's so like beautiful. helping him, and it's yeah, it's beautiful. You know, it's such
1: a great line. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: a really fantastic. It's a really fantastic line. <laughs> I love Joe. Mm.
1: Yeah, beautiful both of the both of, 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 the like, of us. Like
0: grabbing the medicine back for Molly, like, excuse me. You and know? then
1: I like how the, the, the kids are like, oh, my gosh, what's, what's mom going to do?
0: Yeah, and then she just like – And I was <laughs> like – But pause. that
1: like that's a good example I was talking about. Like that's the love language that Molly uses. Like anybody – that technically is rude. But to Molly, that meant everything because she right. she saw that her this woman is invested in her son. Yeah. Right. And that's why she didn't really like floor to begin with thinking that she was just shallow and was only interested in Bill for his looks not for who he was
2: well you guys I think that's about enough as we can talk about love for one episode
1: it's or hurting my heart year. yeah we
2: do but, what know. else is going on you guys this is the end of end of the week end of the day end of the well beginning of the month but
1: the drums are gonna be short this week huh because we kind of bled her the drums
2: um, we pleasure the drums yeah bled um, into them
1: and remember, I we, we
2: announced new things for LeakyCon. Check LeakyCon.com. Yeah. Leaky Lots of good board. stuff. com wrote a book. Check that out. Follow us here on Twitter at Podcast and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash podcast.
1: Podcast!
2: All these things we want you to do next now that you listen to us here. Yep. Is we had any other cute little announcements, you guys? Uh,
0: uh, uh.
2: Prob- probably
0: not. Oh, I'm writing a book.
1: Melissa's writing a book, but. Is it the one you talked about before, or is it a new one? Oh, No, it's
0: about Justin Bieber.
1: Oh, that's you, true, you, right? you being honest?
0: Bieber, Bieber, a history.
2: Bieber history hits shelves next think, year. You, Bieber,
0: you, a history: the true story of a boy singer, his fans, and life inside the haircut phenomenon. Coming, oh
1: my gosh, wow, to a bookshelf near you. That that was a little too efficient for my comfort.
0: Frack, you, you can't possibly think I'm serious.
1: I know, but I'm just this, saying that I can do that quickly. Because
0: somebody made a comment to me. I went to see a movie with uh, Cheryl, and we saw an ad for the Bieber movie. Um, you know, baby, baby, whatever, whatever. What's it called? The baby movie? Ba- never say never never. Said never. never say never. Right?
2: <laughs> it's called baby, baby, baby. Oh, <laughs> baby. baby. Oh, baby, baby, baby. Um,
0: and actually, haircut, haircut, haircut. and actually, it actually looks to me interesting. As somebody who studies phenomena, yeah, yeah. The kid was a YouTube sensation. He was a drum. He used to be like a drummer when he was three. You know, um, it looks be- really interesting to me. Yeah. And so I said on Twitter, I said, "Yeah, I'm proud of it. I, I want to see." The never say never, you know, and oh my God, the hate that came.
2: Well, that's like it's like saying you can't enjoy watching a documentary about the Holocaust because that means you like the Holocaust.
1: I don't think that is I'm nothing ever like compare. that at all, John. Yeah, exactly. what
2: are you talking about,
0: John? Justin Bieber and what, the Holocaust. I mean, like. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But you can even, want to watch a movie Melissa, about
1: something. Even if Melissa does like Justin Bieber, the hate is unmerited because it's just Justin Bieber. I'm not Justin get Bieber, over it's yourself. It's
0: fun, baby, baby, baby. Yeah. It's fun, and it captures something about being that age and about your first love. It's really, really, and that's oh, why yeah. I get mad when people say there's no artistry in it because that song, that baby song, is very artfully crafted for capturing exactly the feeling of your your teenage first crush.
2: And yeah, like, your first you know, crush. I can't believe. My first love won't come around.
0: So anyway, so I said this, and it, it and it started a lot of joking on Twitter. And I made a joke that I said, "Oh yeah, I'm writing Justin Bieber history." Well, Jordan Edwards from Leaky our, our, our amazing uh, graphic designer, made the spoof cover. It's one of the funny. You can see it on my website at penbitten.com. I put it up because um, it's just it's it's just hilarious. It's wait, you just go see it. It's funny. So yes.
2: And go see Never Say Never, the Justin Bieber movie. I want to see it. Podcast this week.
0: Looks good. It looked for me. interesting. Yeah.
1: When I saw the when I saw the trailer, it actually piqued my interest. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know if I want to yeah. see it, but wow. I wasn't like, uh. Well,
0: it also looks like I'm in dancing, fun haircuts.
1: You know, what can go wrong? <laughs> fun haircuts. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyway,
2: let's be signing Speaking, off. All right. Till next time, kids.
0: The next password is baby, baby, baby.
1: Uh, keep each other safe. Keep faith. And good night. Good night, We've missed it. Bother you, free. I confess myself disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed.
2: Great Scott, no wonder. Look at the time we've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. <laughs>